When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? All right, guys. So I'm excited. The Grammys will be here in February, but I'm more excited for the performances. Bad Bunny is one of the performers. Can, can we stop for a second? Okay. What is going on with Bad Bunny and wearing this this thing that he's wearing to all the NBA games? The Like the, the, the hood over it. Like you could barely see everything, anything but his eyes. What's going on there? Isn't Kyle Kuzma doing that now? Too? Yeah, he did that too. I was going to ask you, why yeah. is that for Bad Bunny? I mean, that's a Bad Bunny thing, but I saw Kuzma uh, tried to do the same thing. But what he I don't maybe, understand, maybe. like, is there, am I like I'm I I'm I feel like I'm the old guy now that I don't know what that means. But like, what is Bad Bunny trying to accomplish? Uh, like, I'm surprised. Scarecrow you, thing from no, Batman. No, you guys. Right, guys, that's what I thought. No. The Scarecrow thing from Batman. That's where immediately where I went, like the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Returns. Right. Well, you guys know the story of a couple weeks ago. Bad Bunny's walking down the street, the cell phone thing. You know, and this girl walks up to him. He's like, "Look, I'm with Bad Bunny." And then Bad Bunny's like, "Girl, get your phone out of my face!" And he takes her phone and he throws it in the ocean. Remember that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Since then, he's been all masked up. Like, as if we don't know that's you. I'm, right, but now we know it's you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yo, Bad Bunny, I, I know that's you underneath there. Won't they want more pictures now? Being like, oh, I got a picture with him with his uh, scarecrow mask on. Right. It know. is weird. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm part of the old group. Why now, I don't is get it. Bad He's Googling it. Bunny All right, as he Googles, I will tell you the other people mask. that are performing. Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, Sam Smith, and Luke Combs are part of the performers. And this is all going down Sunday, February 5th. What did you find? Now, this is from two years ago. I don't know oh. how, real, how real this is. <laughs> like, Sunday, February left. 5th, huh? Yes. On CBS, Paramount Plus, or live at Grammy.com. Uh-huh. Okay. Sunday, February 5th. That is in between the AFC-NFC Championship game. We'll be watching out at Yamava this -hmm. upcoming Sunday. So we'll be there all day long at the 909. They're an amazing sports bar with the incredible food, the 32 beers, etc. Then the following weekend Mm -hmm. is Pro Bowl weekend. Nobody really cares, so we can get into some Grammys. Right. And then the following weekend is the Super Bowl. Super Bowl! That's what I'm excited for, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, boy. Do not Google Bad Bunny mask. Why? What's the deal? (laughs) Just, just assume what you start. The things I'm getting are not uh, appropriate for this. Uh, airway. Really? Yeah. Let me do that. I'm going to no, Google it right don't. away. Bad bunny mask. I should have went with the other one. <laughs> you <need> to know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's serious. Well, I love this girl's mask. So, Oh, this is great. So it's not like bad bunny the guy. It's like, ooh, she's a sexy bad bunny. <laughs> right. That's hot. <laughs> That's very hot. So that's what you guys need to know. Grammy. So huh? the, uh, yeah. Google says uh, it's not just a fashion statement, mi gente. It says uh, the surgical mask turned fashion statement protects him from germs and haters. <laughs> <laughs> germs and haters. That ain't no surgical mask. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, he's got the hooded mask, too. So that's what's going on there. But anyway. I think it's kind of cool, actually. I would love but to the, get one. But then Kyle Kuzma has to try to replicate well, it. Well, once yeah. once Kyle Kuzma does it, it's no longer cool. cool. Exactly. You know? I saw it. I'm like, what is this kid up to? It's yeah. just weird. Kyle Kuzma? Yeah. Not a real one. Mm-mm. 
That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy, before we get to AD and Rui's, uh, well, Rui's first game and AD's return, Mm -hmm. we were at Rui's press conference yesterday. Rob Palinka was there with him. You were kind of in the back schmoozing with Michael Roth, uh, trying to get his number uh, to Hey King him later. But you, uh, you said you had observations, right? You, you observed. You came to me and you immediately observed something. Well, first of all, I'll say this. Um, Rob Palinka. I like I like your style, man. I do. I like the cranberry colored suit with the black, you know, V-neck T-shirt. I like that, and the shorter kind of pants with the no socks look on on the dress. I mean, I like it. I like the way it looks on you. I mean, it's not my deal, but I like the way it looks on you. So that was my first thought on Rob Palinka. The second thought was this yeah. though: Rob Palinka said some things yesterday that I thought were really interesting because you don't really see and hear from this guy, George. I mean, really, when was the last time you've seen or heard from Rob Palenka? He doesn't really do press conferences. He doesn't, you know, grant interviews. You just don't hear from him. And I feel like it's been a long time. So the one thing he said last night, and I know it's been reported by everybody that was in the room as well, hey, look, if we can make a move to make us championship, like, contenders, he used the word front runners. We will spare no expense. We have every resource. We'll do whatever it takes. If we think we can make a move that can, can, can put us from 13th and just where we are to a real championship contender, we'll do that. But, but, if we can't, we're not just giving up those picks because that's what you guys all want us to do or that's what LeBron might want us to do. We will wait. And that's what he said last night. Did yeah, you hear the same also thing? Think that's also a huge mistake, I think. You're two and a half games out of the final playoffs spot. Playoff, not play in. Um, you're, you're not that far. Like, I don't understand what more you need to see. Like, what do you need to see to invest in this team? Okay. And I'm not saying you got to give up both, like, just to give them up. Like, but, like, this, no one in the West scares anybody. Like, we literally have had this conversation over and over again. So, like who's are you afraid of the Sacramento Kings in a series? No, but here's what Palinka was saying, and I stood there and I watched it. And I listened to it. I've I've read everybody's report about it. Here's what he said: Hey guys, we're the Lakers. Okay, I don't know if you guys know that or not. We're the Lakers. We try to win championships. Period. If we don't think we can win a championship by making these kinds of moves, guess what? We're not doing it. Somebody said today, I read uh, one of these but, reports in the Cap, Athletic. What don't you get about the West is wide open, you can win a championship? Now, wait a second. Hold on. Are you talking to me what I don't get, or are you talking to Rob Palenka what he don't get? Oh, you and him, for that matter. Okay, well, I'm I'm him right now. Okay. Okay, so I was in character, just so you know. Okay. Well, the then cranberry you want suit, me to just the black be in the crowd? V-neck. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. George nice Sedano, hey, ESPN. What's up, dude? Um. The West is pretty wide open, though. I uh-huh. mean, yeah, yeah, you guys are in the 13th spot right now, right. but you're only two and a half out of the final playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem to be a team kind of running away with this thing. True. What does what does front running entail? Okay, here's what it entails. If we can go from 13, where we are, and we make a move, and we trade one of our two picks, and that takes us from 13 to, let's just say, 8, we're not doing that. Now, if we can make a move that can get us from 13 to top four, where we legit believe we have a chance to win a championship, then we'll make that move. Well, Rob, what if you're only four games back of the four spot right now? What if you made a move to get you into that top four? 
That would be lovely. That would be wonderful. But right. if but if that move is not available to us, if we because you know we're smart basketball people, George. You know, I know you're in the league. You know, you're on ESPN. I know you're a smart guy, George. I'm I'm Rob, just so you know right now. Yeah. You're a smart guy, George. But the fact is, is that we're analyzing every other team. It's been a slow market so far. We yeah. jumped in and we got Rui early. And if we can get significantly better, we will. But if we can't, we're not just doing it. We're not just making a trade. God, you love that. Well, I just I just hear what he's saying. Yeah. But it's I still think it's a bad it's a dumb idea. Like I don't think it's the right move. I don't. I mean, I also don't know what's available 100%, but I think you got to be a great, like you can't be in the LeBron James business and not and have him being scoring 46 points and getting his ass kicked. Like that's not going to work well either. Well, nor is it going to work well when you go back and you analyze the film. And I'm not talking about the film of what happened in the game last night when the Lakers got it to 10 and then all of a sudden the Clippers just started raining bombs on him again. Look at LeBron on the bench. He has told you in many different ways. Some of them kind of subtle. Other times, pretty brash. But he has told you in many ways he wants you to help him try and get this team better. And when he's sitting on the bench and he's staring into space and he looks down to his right and he sees these guys and he's got this look that goes, you freaking guys are unbelievable. I'm out here giving it everything. I'm 30 freaking eight years old. My son's a senior in high school for crying out loud. I'm out here. I, I, I'm twice your age. I'm scoring like this. This is the help from you guys? You guys suck. I mean, that's what LeBron, I think LeBron is saying. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if I'm he's actually For sure that. if he's saying yeah. that, but I think he's yeah. saying you guys suck. Yeah. And so now, Rob's going to see a pouting LeBron. I don't know. What is that going to Rob better listen to LeBron, I think. I think he better. I mean, it, it would be smart. I mean, I, the guy's playing his ass off right now. Right. Like, there's I mean, people he's out there. Gi- he's not giving the Lakers a lot of room to for people to. I mean, at least I don't think he's giving them a lot of room for people to be like, "Oh, well, yeah." I mean, I get why you wouldn't want to push some of the chips into the center of the table. Well, I'll, I'll go back to Kendrick Perkins last week. He said, "My opinion is this is Perk. My opinion is." That the Lakers front office is punishing. Well, I don't buy that either. Well, I, I don't. I don't just, buy that. But but what what Rob Palinka said yesterday was, if we find a move that makes us serious contenders, we'll do it. Okay. If we I know, I heard you say that three times, and I heard him say it. We're yes. not doing it. What do you think, though? I not what Kendrick Perkins I thinks. I don't think they can make a move that can make them a championship team right now. I don't think um, there's. I do not think that yeah. there is one move. For those two picks that you're going to go, hey, you know what? Why Why does it have to be for both picks? Well, why can't it just be one? Fine. You tell me. Is there one impact I, player I, that I, is going I, to I change that, this whole I thing? I think that there are players on that are going to be available that can help this team be in the top five, you know, six at the very least. Is, uh, is, is Giannis going to be available? No, Giannis doesn't need to be available okay, for them. Uh, all right, how about Kawhi? Is Kawhi going to be available? No, he would no, help. Maybe he doesn't a need bit. to be that caliber of a okay. player. How about Dame? Dame going to be available? No, it doesn't need to be that be caliber nice to of a player either. To be honest with you. Okay. All right. Uh, how about Steph Curry? Is Steph Curry going to be available? Nope. Doesn't need that. I, I I don't. I think you you've kind of if you haven't noticed the theme yet, then perhaps maybe you should be quicker on the uptake. There doesn't need to be that caliber of a player. Oh. So if there doesn't need to be that caliber of a player, then what is makes you a front runner? Because it doesn't that caliber of a player. Well, no, but that's what they want. But that's my point is it doesn't need to be a star. I disagree with the ethos that it needs to be another star. 
So if he's if, if if what we know though is that he will not give up anything according to this. Do you know this. when the Lakers won? The, you remember when the Lakers won a championship? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago, right? Twenty twenty. Yeah, correct. They had Anthony Davis. They had LeBron playing incredible KCP basketball, and, Caruso, and then yeah. they had a really good stable of role players. Yes, like like I would call them role players plus because they weren't just like guys who played good one night or whatever. Like they were, you know, for the most part, you could count on a group of like three to four guys that you'd get at least a good night from one of them most nights. So like that's what they need. And they don't have that in this on this group. They don't. Now even with Lonnie Walker and Austin Reed, oh, they dude. don't have that Come on. consistency amongst that group. They don't. Don't knock they my don't. guy Thomas Bryant. Come on, Thomas they Bryant. Don't. Beast Thomas mode, Bryant. Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant is a good offensive player, a good role player. He's a good spot player. He is not a 30 minute a night player. That's Come not on, what man. he is Come on. in the NBA. Come on. Pat Bev, Dennis Schroeder. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, those guys I like Dennis Schroeder. I think Dennis Schroeder could be one of those guys. Come on, Russ. Come yeah. on, Brody. I know it was a I, mess last night. I, I know it was a disaster. Okay, we got a break. We do? Yeah, let's get to AD and Rui specifically. And um, let's also get into your observation, more observations from your your time Ooh. at the press conference yesterday. One hour, 15 minutes in, a Sedano sigh. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It was getting there. It took a long time. <laughs> I tried to withhold it for a long time today. Uh, you know what I may need after the show? Tell I might me. bring uh, uh, dry January. You might tonight's tonight. Tonight's yeah. tonight. It's because of me. It's not because of yeah. AD. Although, it's not because of LeBron. I did see Kirk from Tequila Mandala yesterday, and I told him that I'm going to his event in at the beginning of February, and that that's where I'm going to break dry January because it's in February. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It's a good jam right here. I don't know if we've really mentioned that we were at the game last night. Yeah. By the way, may she rest in peace. I'm, I, I didn't hear if Christopher mentioned that. R.I.P. Uh, Lost her in 2012, he said. Little, yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. R.I.P. Shout out. Yeah. Now, what, what kind of weather do you feel like listening to this music? I feel like it's a rainy weather kind of song. Yeah, I want it to be like cold, big, big old raindrops, and I want to be sitting inside of like a jazz club with yeah. a dark drink mm. in front of me. Right, yeah, mm. definitely. On the rocks, big cube, little yeah. little cubes, what um, do you think? I w- a big cube kind of sounds good. Yeah, I would agree. And one of those big yeah. round cubes. Yeah. Dave McMiniman joins us now. McMiniman, uh, I've had drinks with you. I haven't noticed if you're a big cube or a small cube person. Where are you on that? I prefer to have something to chew on at the end of the drink. I'll go a little Fair cute enough. if it's there. Fair enough. I'm Fair not enough. Say no, 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 big cube. Of course not. Right. That's a good reason, though. I, 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 you know, I, I'm with you on that. You know, 
You know that uh, the best ice is at Chick-fil-A, right? What? Oh, yeah. They got the best ice. What do you but, mean? The, the, what, the crushed ice? They got like the, the little teeny tiny ice that's like like when you crunch on it. But the point is, is this. They're like cylindrical. Yes, I, I'm with you. Right. I like it. Yeah. But you know what? Dave, we got the same ice here at 710. When I go to use the ice machine here, fill up my bottle with water, we got that great ice. You should come by one day. We'll have some ice together. Look at that. Amanda <laughs> Brown getting it done. Yes, she does. Way to go. Yes, she does. <laughs> Cylindrical ice. There you go. That's what we're known for here at 710 ESPN That's these right. days. Um, all right, McMiniman, let's talk to you about uh, this Rui Hachimura press conference, and less really about Rui at the moment, but more about Rob Palinka and his commentary about, and I'm paraphrasing that, uh, they will be willing to make a move if they feel that they could, uh, or use those picks if it can get them to become a, quote, front runner. Uh, in a championship chase. And I see LeBron James scoring 46 points yesterday, not looking thrilled on the bench, as the internet saw. And I'm thinking to myself, his patience has to be wearing as thin as thin can be at this point. Yeah, let's parse this out a little bit. Let's start with Rob's comments and LeBron's reaction to Rob's comments. Uh, Mark Medina of NBA.com asked LeBron, the, the way Rob presented that uh, was, hey, we're only going to make the trade if it gets us to the finish line and, and kind of what's your take on things. And LeBron said, well, Rob said that to you guys, right? Uh, he didn't say it to us. My job is to play. It's Rob's job to take care of the front office. Rob echoed the same thing. And to me, I'm not saying that's necessarily a division or it's rancor. But certainly it is LeBron drawing a line in the sand and saying, like, okay, if you've had a problem with me making noise in the past, I'm not going to do that. All my noise will be on the court. And it's unmistakable how dominant I've been and how much I mean to this team and this franchise right now. How about you match the same effort on your end? To me, that's how I read it. And it's, I get it in one sense. You can't make a deal for the sake of making a deal. That's why the Lakers are kind of in this boat to begin with. They decided in the summer of 2020 they had to go for a big name, and they got Russell Westbrook and threw everything out of whack, or summer of 2021, I should say. Uh, at the same time, to suggest that the only type of deal that you'd make where you give up your asset is one that gets you to the finish line. Like, what, is, what does that even mean? Like, what can you trade? Is there someone – on the, that has Larry O'Brien on their roster. You trade for a guy named Larry O'Brien. That makes sure the trophy comes with them. I don't get it. Um, are you saying, Dave, that you don't think that there's a move that could be made that could do what Rob said, which is we're the Lakers. We play for championships. If we can't make a move to get to a championship, we're not just making a move. Is there a move they could make to make this a championship season? I mean, I, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I need to know the definition. What are the terms? What, like, who's to say that when the Detroit Pistons traded for Rasheed Wallace in 2004, that Joe Dumars thought, well, the only reason I'm doing this is because it gets us to the finish line to beat the Lakers. No, you have a good group. There's a good player out there. You make a trade to add a good player to a good group, and then you yep. see if you can make a run. Like, that's the – I don't understand how that's not the mentality. Right, and, and by the way, it, you know, to use that as an example, Rasheed Wallace at that time was considered somewhat, even though he's an incredibly talented player, kind of damaged goods in some ways, right, if, you, if I recall correctly. Right, so again, if the job is to acquire talent 
in order to have the best chance to win in the moment, then it should be pretty simple to look at what's out there. And I understand it's been a dormant trade market so far. And I understand that the arena just got loud, fellas, so I'll try to walk down a tunnel. But I understand that Rob Lincoln deserves credit for making the Rui Hachimura deal. It was, a, yeah. in my estimation, a very good one. Yes. But at the same time, they haven't really changed, to use a Rob Lincoln word, the alchemy of whether they're going to be able to get through the finish line or not. And in my estimation, there will be a handful of deals out there over the next two and a half weeks as we near the trade deadline that will be difference makers for this year's team. And to me, trading a future asset to help this year's team when you have a top five player of all time playing unprecedented basketball is it it should be like part and parcel with the job. It, It should be what you need to do in order to have that job, in my opinion. Yeah, I I would also add that, and you and I have discussed this on this show with Cappy, and you and I have discussed this, and you and I have discussed this uh, at games as well, like... Like the West is so wide open right now. Like no, the Sacramento Kings are the third seed. Like they, 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 they have one of the worst defenses in the sport. Like they, they shouldn't scare you. Is my point in a seven game series. So get yourself in that mix. You get yourself another player, and maybe you're not a top four seed, but you maybe solidify yourself to get into that top six seed where you're only two and a half out right now, and and then you're you're in the ball game. You're in the tournament, as I like to say. And if you wanna, you know, not sell everything down the river and, and hold on to something. Sure. Because you need to think long-term. Okay, that's fine. There's two draft picks. And guess what? Come July 1st, there's another draft pick that now becomes available. Yeah. And added to it. You know, once the NBA calendar turns over. So let's not act like there's nothing they have down the pike. And, and certainly, don't, you don't want to wa- uh, make a move out of desperation. And it's prudent to look at everything that's out there and – I would say that this Rui Hachimura trade probably was not on the table, or it, it, not probably, it wasn't on the table in training camp or in, in the summertime, and this looks like a pretty good one. So that's evidence that you should wait to see what's out there. But if the ultimate measuring stick is this puts us as Team X that's going to win 55-plus games and be guaranteed in our minds so long as we have health, a trip to the conference finals. I disagree with that. I, I think what this team could benefit from is uh, a couple more pieces added to the mix and hopefully pieces like Rui, and I give you credit again to Rob Polinka for the Rui move that can be a part of your program for a few years moving forward, at least. So you have some roster continuity and there will be deals like that out there. Trust me, there will with a, a first-round pick a, attached to some expiring money. And you got three guys with expiring contract in Lonnie Walker, Patrick Beverly, and Russell Westbrook able to be attached to a pick to get all sorts of a variety of deals. All right, before we let you go, we got like less than a minute here, so I guess if we could be brief. Um, Anthony Davis, um, what is the expectation for tonight and the next several games? Yeah, he's going to go through his pregame warm-up here at the arena. Uh, you know, didn't go through it at Staples. Uh, excuse me, didn't go through it at El Segundo. Uh, we'll do it sometime, you know, relatively soon here. And barring any setbacks, 
He's going to make his return to the court and play roughly 20 to 24 minutes. And this will be a somewhat gradual process uh, to get back up to that 35-minute-per-game range that he was at when he was playing lights-out basketball prior to the Denver game on December 16th. So, listen, this is a good moment. It's not all the way back in this moment. The Lakers are going to still need guys like Thomas Bryant and uh, Troy Brown Jr., Dennis Schroeder to play like their butts on fire to keep up the momentum. But this should be the start of a march towards some stability. Look at the Western Conference. Two and a half games out of the number six seed with 34 games to go. That is a very attainable place to be uh, with just a couple of good weeks of good basketball. Even with this team? Even with this team right now? Yeah, haven't you been watching? So were you saying they should just sit with this team? Well, no, no it's, he, that, he's just trying to tell no, you because no. he doesn't feel that they should make a move. That He, he wants them to play it out with this I, team. I think... With a first-year coach, Why? with a lot, with a lot of players that are going to be coming back from you know from injury, that they will peak. And to your point, they can in the last thirty some odd games get into a much better position, even if they don't make the move you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but like, why not give yourself a better chance? Get more depth. Get more talent. Get more pieces that when you look at your roster balance and you look at the roster balance of a team like Denver, look at the roster balance of a team like New Orleans, and you say, guess what? We don't have that. Why not try to get that makeup for your team? Not tr- I'm not saying that they shouldn't do that. I'm just saying that Rob set us up yesterday with, we're the Lakers, we play for championships, and if we can't make a move to win us a championship, we're not making a move. He set us up. So that means, But that means that they play for missing the playoffs then. Or it means that over the next 30-some-odd games, this team peaks at the right time, which is what they might be thinking. Well, listen, I, I believe in the team is currently constructed to be competitive, especially in this year's Western Conference. I agree with you there. But if your team has shown you something and you view the league as pretty wide open, then push. And you know that your superstar is 38 years old in year 20 right. and nothing is guaranteed in this game, we, we're all in Los Angeles saw what happened with Kobe, uh, with the Achilles. You just can't plan for these things. Why not give the team just a little bit more chance in the moment, considering what the moment is in the entire NBA? Yeah, I'm I'm with you, McTenney. You make a compelling Uh, point. uh, Dave McMiniman does a phenomenal job covering the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA at large. Phenomenal. All right, bro. Enjoy the uh, the evening, and thank you for joining us. We appreciate it as always. Bye, Dave. Yeah, I'll, I'll come over some for some ice. Hey, we'll dude, dude, come up to the suite tonight. He'll bring All some right, ice for you from, hey, from come the up, office. Come up All for right. the dessert cart, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, come up for the dessert cart. Yeah. Halftime. Halftime, Dave. I'll come up at halftime. I'll come up at halftime. All right, there I'm, you I'm go. holding you to that. Save him some peanut butter chocolate cake. There you go. There you go. You got that for him. All right. All right, Dave. Thank you. All right, Dave McMiniman. All right, Radio Tinder. I like him. Yeah, I like that he pushes back on you. Yeah, I'm not I the like only it. one. I like it. I like that I'm not the only one getting feisty well, with Well, the you. thing is, you guys all uh, Laura said this. to rap. Did you not hear her? I didn't hear her. Laura, did all you right. say to rap? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Before that, Greg takes it away, though, Greg, g- g- I'm going to defend corporate Greg here for a second. Oh, Instagram nice. is kind of a pain in the ass of trying to get you what you want. Like Twitter's a little easier at getting you the handle you want. They're at least willing to work with you, or at least they were pre-Elon. Um, where Instagram was never like, I, I tried to get Sedano on Instagram. They're like, nope, sorry, can't help you. Why? See Did you somebody already have it? Of course. Well, yeah. So, but if somebody already has it, then right. But it was dormant. It was dormant. Yeah. And whereas Twitter, I don't know what the Elon rule is, but if it was dormant for X amount of time, they're willing to work with you on. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I used to have at Bergman Greg on Instagram, and it got and then it got hacked. Yeah, it got hacked, and now so I had to change it. Otherwise, it would have been the same. Corporate Greg. Corporate Greg. Which I mean, it fits, but then I don't want to change Instagram. Why didn't you do a Bergman Greg underscore? I guess I could have. Terrible. Yeah. At Terrible. least it would have been hey. cl- better underscore than Bergman suck. underscore Greg. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, oh no, I wouldn't do the underscore in the middle there. You know the queen here with her whole unique in the underscores. I tell her all the time her it's underscore just sucks. At the end. Yeah, it's at the end though. You yeah. should do two underscores at the end just to be no. different. Really mess with everybody? <laughs> yes. Underscore exactly. space underscore. <laughs> oh, underscore dash underscore. Yeah, because you can't do the space. In so quotes. The absolutely works. <laughs> All right, All right. All right. so Spencer Dinwiddie and the Mavericks lost the Wizards last night and said this after the game. For them, it's a showcase. They're over there trying to get paid, not trying to play winning basketball. For a team that has real, that real aspirations and has an MVP, went to the conference finals last year, we have to be better to a man. Kyle Kuzma then responded with it. The funny thing is that they don't play winning basketball because they're not currently. Um, Kyle Kuzma is right in this situation. Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy. I mean, or no, Sedano. Oh, he. I'll swipe right in the in this little instance. Yes, in the one game they did not play winning basketball. But um, Spencer Dinwiddie is right. Like if we're talking about two teams that, and we're discussing who plays better basketball, a better brand of basketball. Um, it's the Mavericks uh, overall. Even this season, that's the case compared to the Wizards. The Wizards are a bunch of dudes out there. It's just a collection of talent. It's not really. It doesn't feel like a team at all when I watch them play. Just a bunch of dudes like that one guy they used to have on that team. What was his name? Um, Rui, Rui something. What was that guy's name? Rui Hachimura. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, right. Just a bunch of dudes out there. Now we got one of their dudes. Now we got another one of their dudes. Yeah, got like four of their dudes. I know, right? <laughs> Lakers have turned into the Wizards. <laughs> all right laura okay my turn so kelly bash went down over the weekend and one of the headliners for sunday night was carol g as carol g was leaving her fans approached her car to get autographs give her flowers you know just wanting to take a picture a selfie but a fan had something interesting to give her she actually gave her her la street dog she's like hey do you want my hot dog and carol g took it and i was like oh if I would do that. So my question to you guys would be, if a stranger gave you a food from a street cart, would you take it? Swipe left or swipe right? So just to make sure I'm getting the hypothetical tonight, I walk out of Crypto.com Arena. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to walk past all those hot dog people. Yeah, you're not buying it. I don't buy the hot dog. Mm-mm. But somebody who I don't know mm-hmm. walks up to me and goes, yo, man, I just got this dog from right here. I just don't want well, it. Do you want it? Okay, but see, you you might be seeing him buy it. This person didn't see it. It's just like out of nowhere. Okay. Would you take it? No, I don't think so. Not out of nowhere. If I saw him literally get it handed to him by the street vendor, then that's different. Yeah. Maybe I would consider it in that spot. I, prob- I also don't generally consume... Um, regardless of where I've been in my life, like I'm not a big street meat person. Not to say I haven't done it, but I usually have lived to regret it. Is my point. <laughs> so oh, not I me, dude. Will. Tonight after the game, I'm gonna get out. Of, I'm gonna get out of crypto.com. Yeah. I'm gonna walk out onto the street. I'm probably yeah. gonna get one of those street dogs. Now I just reloaded in my car yeah. three brand new pairs <laughs> of black underpants. Okay, they're still Do you in the have package. Wipes? Do I have wipes? Yeah. Hey George. Moist wipes. I mean, dude wipes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who are you talking to here? I'm of course I have wipes. I got brand new underwear and wipes. I got toilet paper. I got a whole thing going on. Yeah. Okay. I was, mine. I was going to say something else. And I know Greg wouldn't take it because it's past 7 p.m. No, so yeah, no, no, I can't, can't eat red meat way past no, 7 yeah, p.m. Yeah. Well, yeah. hot dog's not red meat. Honestly, Bergman, that's not a, not, the more I think about it, not a terrible idea. To not eat red meat past 7 o'clock? I mean, I don't know about 7 specifically, but, <laughs> but late at night. Late at night, yeah, because yeah. it just sits in your stomach, and then at 12 yeah, o'clock, it, you it have the It takes a lot longer to, to digest. You know what yes, my problem yes. is? Is that whenever I go to a concert, yeah, I'll go to well, a concert, and then like we'll walk early. out, and Rachel always, always, always buy one of those Mexican street dogs, right? They're delicious. And then they you know, are. bacon wrapped in the whole thing, mm-hmm. and she takes a bite, and she's like, here, you eat the rest. And I do. That's, That's the me. problem. That's me. Same thing. Yeah, because she doesn't want to eat it, so she's like, hey, No, she's like, I just wanted a bite. Facts. You take the rest of the calories, bro. That's why you're working out the top and allowing the the middle to Well, because my belly got bigger than my chest. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to get my chest bigger than my belly, even though I'm not trying to get my belly smaller per se. Yeah. Um, Beto Whittier wants to know if I don't do taco trucks. Well, I was referring to more like the hot dog vendors. I also don't love hot dogs that much. Yeah, but those hot dogs with the bacon wrapped and the peppers and everything else, they're fire. Yeah, I just don't love hot dogs that much. I already filled my hot dog quota for uh, at least the first quarter of the year. Um, when I was at Monster Jam the other day. Oh, I have not, so I'm good for tonight. I had a hot dog at uh, at Angel Stadium. Mm. How was it? It was all right. He's not a big hot dog guy. I know, Greg but why have a hot dog there? Um, I don't know, because there wasn't like a lot of options of stuff that I could eat that at least, I don't know, had some relative amount of protein in it. Yeah. I find the yeah. same thing like when I go to a concert at the Forum. I'm like, there's nothing to eat here. Yeah. I mean, it was just pizza, which I had. It wasn't great. Um, I had like a bite, and I was like, this is not good. So I just kind of left it there. And then the kids had like chicken tenders. I didn't want anything fried. But anyway, all right, what's next, Berkman? All right, so daily life stuff. So we as producers here at ESPN 710 have to come up with stories for these games like, what's up, fool, like I do on Mason Island. What's up, Radio fool? What up, fool? <laughs> Radio Tinder. What up, fool? Here. And Factor Cap, et cetera, all these different games that we all have. So I always try and put something from my personal life in all of them, and some of the other producers do too. You prefer the personal stories to the ones that we find on the internet, swipe left or swipe right. Oh, my God. Yeah, swipe right. Always. Always. I mean, that's not even debatable. Right. I love your personal stuff. I mean, that's. I just feel like that's the better way to go because there's. I feel like sometimes we we put some of these personal things in and you guys are like, eh. What was the most cool. recent personal story perhaps you had in one I of those one, many games? So I did one today where yesterday I went to Illy and the bouncer. Oh, 
I love Illy. Oh, it's the best. I don't even like coffee that much, but I love Illy. It's so wait, best. you went to Illy, and what happened? So I tried to go to Illy yesterday, but there was a there was a security the guard that's outside. And he wasn't, you, nobody was allowed in because there was a convention there that wasn't allowing anybody inside. Yes, yeah, so you need your key or you need a credential. Yeah, needed a credential. So I went up right. and he was like, no, no, you need a credential. And I said, well, I don't have one. I'm just going to get coffee. He said, no, 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 only a credential. I said, okay, so what's going on here? Because it doesn't matter. You need a credential. But he was this big dude, like probably like 6'4 and pretty big. And he kept walking closer to me and, and like leaning over me and like showing Ooh. his dominance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean to tell me a bouncer? At like a coffee place. Well, no, it was no. Tr- no it, it was, was at the, the hotel. It was outside at the, the hotel. hotel. It was okay. outside the hotel. Yeah. So, and so the question was, how aggressive? How aggressive is too aggressive for a security guard? Wait. So the guy is like putting his chest in your face. Well, he's getting close. He didn't actually touch me. Okay, but, but, he, he, but he, was, he, he got he close. Was, oh, he was over me. He like, was telling you, I'm much bigger. Yes. I'm here as You're security. You're not allowed in. And, and if I have to physically manhandle you, I will. Yeah, like if I decided to just make a run for the coffee. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> he laughed. Just, like, no, I was just, I well, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to get it, but I don't know why you're kind of getting all up like right up on top of right me. i mean did you say to him yeah did why you are you going all aggro I on me? I, but i walked away you I mean, getting I was, all aggro I was, I was, you getting aggressive on me i was like i don't know why you're getting so close but i don't i won't get the right coffee. is the president here should i know what's going on here pal yeah i just didn't understand what it was so what so how aggressive is too aggressive for a security guard i mean listen security guards are generally kind of aggressive i mean that's part of the nature of now i i think sometimes it's a little too aggressive i'm with you i don't know this specific instant instance because I didn't see it. I'm just ju- basing it judged off your description of it. Yeah, do you believe sounds- him or do you not believe him? No, I buy it. Uh, I mean, it makes Greg's it sound not like a li- Greg's not a liar. Oh, I mean, just um, was wondering if you thought maybe he's not. I mean, telling if us you the whole said story. that, I would have way more questions. You would, huh? <laughs> you would. Is that right? Because I mean, he would definitely. Of course, I would. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, I, I just be like, yo, big guy, uh, let's back off here a little. How about bit. my man? You wouldn't yeah, drop my, my man. My man works just fine. My man, you just step back here. You don't have to get so close to me. What, what am I, Clipper Daryl? What are you going to punch me in my face? Yeah. What are you going to knock me out because I'm trying yeah. to get some coffee? I would have gotten free Illy for life if I was Clipper Daryl. By the way, do you know Illy has, uh, I've seen Illy has like machines at the airport. Yeah. I've seen. Oh yeah. my God, San Fran has one of the best ones. Yeah, I saw one in Denver not too long ago. You guys ever try a place called Dutch Bros? No. Never no. tried it? Never heard of that? No, I have no. heard of it. I haven't yeah, tried it's, it. It's also a coffee place. They get the best lids. Best lids? Yeah. Okay. Best lids. Why are they the best lids? Well, I'll have to tell you off air. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right, Laura, what you got? All right. Well, I had a follow-up to Funch's whole Splash ma- uh, splash Mountain thing, but I just saw something on TV that really caught my eye. Valentine's Day is coming up, but for some people, it's not a happy-go-lucky, let's-spread-love type of day, right? So I saw mm-hmm. that you can name a bug, like an insect, after your ex- so you got to pay 5 to $25 of a mm-hmm. donation, and then in San Antonio, they'll feed it to an animal. So you can name a cockroach or a little bug after an ex, and then they'll feed it to an animal. Would you guys do this, swipe left or swipe right? <laughs> that seems a lot, like a lot. Why know. would I do this? I don't know, because you're scorned, you're mad, I don't know, but yeah, I thought that I don't, was interesting. I, I don't have that kind of time. That's like, I don't like... Know. Well, That's I mean, a lot. but that but co- people are but, doing. Like, but wait, but it costs money. Store. But it yeah. co- like you pay money. It's a donation. You buy an insect. Yeah, you buy an insect, then and you, you feed it to an animal, and you name it after your ex. It's right. so like your ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Cappy would buy a whole yeah, he's like. He's thinking about, about it. I mean, it, it just—it's like I think to myself, you know, like around Christmas time, you would see those t- TV commercials back in the day. You're like, buy a star. You know, it's like oh, people do that. Yeah, buy a star. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. So buy a bug. Yeah, buy a bug and feed it. 
to another animal. Nah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Like, I feel like well, that's your really ex petty. wouldn't even know. Like, why, why right. would like, your what, ex what, know? What satisfaction do you get? She gets the satisfaction. Now you're wasting more money on me. <laughs> right. And if you post it on social media, you look petty as AF. What kind of what kind of bug am I gonna get? A beetle, Cockroach. a wasp, oh, un cucaracha. Una cucaracha. See, sí. see. Sí. I wouldn't do it, but I just thought it was interesting because I saw it like literally behind Cappy's head in one of the TVs, and I just Googled it. So that's a zoo's annual Valentine's Day tradition to raise money for their zoo. And right, apparently, well. people do it. All right. I, listen, if it makes money for the charity, good for them. I wonder how much it is per bug. I told you, 5 to $25. Mm, I missed that detail. Yeah, I was just going to say, you just probably need to listen a little closer. <laughs> uh, Radio Tinder is brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Tequila Always Mandala. swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, coming up next, Cappy, um, Charles Barkley goes off about load management. We have mm-hmm. the audio. You're going to want to hear it. It's um, I love Chuck. And I'm not I'm not mad at him. I got to be honest when it comes to this conversation because I think he makes some good points. So we'll have that before we turn it over to Slee and Michael on the pregame. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Actually, I don't dislike this song. I don't dislike the Beatles. I'm just like, eh. I'm like Beatles agnostic. Oh, really? But it's a good song. Who's more overrated, the Beatles or Elvis? Elvis. I think Elvis, too. I don't know. That's a great question. I would say it's a toss-up, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'd lean. I don't know. I guess I was going to say there are places that just do Elvis music, just like there are places that do Beatles music, so... I mean, you say overrated, but you realize what the Beatles mean in the history of rock and roll music around the world, right? Well, but I think what Greg is saying, right place, right time, as mm-hmm. opposed to necessarily the music being that transcendent. Yeah, they're really not that good. Is that, not is that, that a talented. fair description? Yeah, they're of not what talented. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's very fair. Not transcendent. Yeah, I like the Beatles. I don't think. Good. I think Elvis is extremely overrated. But Thank to you, because uh, you're saying that you think they're pretty much overrated. Which one is more, dude? Has anybody here other than me? Because I'm Mr. Movie now. Has oh, anybody so else here seen Elvis? Be see, it be sucks. Seen? What sucks? The movie. I thought that was pretty good. No. Why? Just, what was so bad about it? I mean, I, we can talk about it off air. I doubt anybody really needs to know. I mean, I thought it was a fine movie. I thought The Fableman's horrendous. Sorry, Stephen. That one hurt me, like, painful when I walked out of that theater. Hmm. Isn't and that I supposed thought, to be about his real life? Like, it's really what he went through? Well, if, if that's really what he went through, then we have a lot in common, and I just didn't enjoy the film. Okay. 
Well, there you go. And then the, the Otto guy. What's what's the name of that movie? A Man Called Otto? Yeah, uh, Tom Hanks. Pretty yeah. good. Other other than Rachel cried the entire film. Why did she cry? I'm sad. Yeah. It was upsetting. He's getting old and cranky. Well, I mean, the character. I don't know if yeah. you know the storyline or not, but I don't want to ruin I mean, it for vaguely. you. vaguely, yeah. yeah. I will tell you this, though. Elvis. I liked Elvis. Look fine. at this. Cappy's movie observations. That's a, that could be. We could have a new segment here uh, yeah. on our hands. It's the first year ever Cap that I feel Cappy like I've seen the, the pictures that are nominated for best films. Cappy goes to the movies. There right. you go. So you can do um, it once every three, four months? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, bro, you don't get it, man. In the last three weeks, I've seen three movies. That's I know. Crazy. Look at you. All, dry, all because of dry January. So basically right. once a year, every January, we'll just do this. You know how close I was? I was actually this close. This close right here. This yeah. close. Yeah. To going roller skating. Because oh, we, nice. we, we were looking for anything to do that wasn't going to a bar and going to listen to a band play live music. Movies three times. This close to going roller skating, people. Hiking. Roller skating is fun. Hiking. Go on a hike. Hiking. Yeah, but not at night, you know? Well, at night, yeah. I would yeah, give you that. Um, Cappy, you know what I, I, I thought you were going to talk about today? Because when we went to the Rui Hachimura press conference, you brought up something that I found hilarious. Which was? When you said to me, as soon as we walked out, you were like, wow, he speaks fluent Japanese. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean... His name is Rui Hachimura. Right, but I, when I looked him up, I was like, okay, this guy looks like he's African-American. He doesn't look like his name, which is Japanese. And then when I saw him there yesterday, I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, there's these Japanese reporters, and they're speaking to him in Japanese, and he's replying right. to them in Japanese, and it's a really cool thing. I got to say, honestly, like, I just, I don't know. I mean, is it like Japanese? If we call African-American, is he Japanese? Afro-Japanese? I, I don't know, but I had to look it up. Yeah. Did you know? So his mother... I mean, I knew he was, he, yes, I but, knew he was born in Japan. But I, I hear, I, I had to do some research today about the story of his, his mom, I guess, is Japanese and the father is from some, I don't recall what African country it was, and that's the combination. You know, I thought it was interesting. How many Japanese players are there in the NBA? Uh, well, Yuta Watanabe of the Brooklyn Nets, actually. is. Oh, Japanese. I should have thought of that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 Anybody else? Uh, not off the top of my head. Yeah, so it's pretty rare. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often, yes. Press conferences are not for me. They're not? They're not for me. Yeah. Nah, that's why I don't go. It's why also, like, I don't go in locker rooms. Not for me. Yeah. Well, you also have a big mouth, so if someone then recognizes you there. I'm just more of a, an observationalist yeah. and, and an opinionist. Mm -hmm. I'm not really a reporter. I'm not really digging in. Yeah. You know, I'm not standing in the back going, hey, Rob, back here. Let me ask you a question, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you were about to talk about Charles Barkley. What's his story? So we have the audio. So Barkley was on some was he on? Oh, he's on Sirius XM, the NBA channel. Mm -hmm. And he was asked about load management and he just went off. Let me hear it, Laura. First of all, it's embarrassing for the NBA. And I cannot wait for these owners to put their foot in their asses in this next CBA. These dudes going to do something to these players. They're going to be like, wait a minute. You can't make $50 million and not play half the season. Okay. Uh, you just because now you just really just like slapping me in my face, taking my check twice mm -hmm. a month, and we got guys like in Eddie. I see guys that got a sore sore hip or something. I'm like, everybody's sore in the NBA after <laughs> 20, 30, 40 games. Yeah, but I think it's going to be very interesting when in the next CBA because you know the billionaires always wins against millionaires, 
And I think those owners are going to try to do something. I don't know what it is. I think there's going to be a strike or a lockout, however you want to phrase it. But I think they're going to say, okay, you guys don't want to play. I'm going to teach you all a lesson. Because, you know, we we paid you all during the pandemic. We didn't have a, a, nobody in the stands for a couple of years, but we still paid you all. And this is how you all repay us, making all this money and not wanting to play. So, Man, I think it's going to be very interesting in the next CBA. But, Eddie, to pick it back on your point, man, it's getting to the point where it's actually a joke now. Hmm. I mean, he's right. Listen, I'm very pro player, but he's absolutely right. The owners are not going to be thrilled about this. The other thing the owners are going to go after is these trades with players who have like four and five years left on their deal. Like what Ben Simmons did, who's playing tonight in Philadelphia for the first time he's actually playing. He had actually... The team had been there, but this is the first time he's actually playing. He's actually playing okay. Um, and, like, you know, Kevin Durant tried to pull, right? Just signed an extension and just tried to get traded. Like, the owners are going to try to curtail that and the whole load management thing. No question about it. Well, I thought that was interesting to hear Charles say it. I hadn't heard that until you just played it. You know what else was interesting? I don't know if we have time. Maybe, do we have time? Can we possibly get to this? Did you guys hear what Russ did last night when one of the reporters asked him about the inbounds play between him and Schroeder? Did you happen to hear that one, George? Yeah, him and Dan Wojcicki, yeah. Is that who that was? I didn't know who the reporter was. Yeah. I don't know if uh, if we can play it or not. But you don't have anything on on, on what, what Barkley said? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I think it's ridiculous. I hate it. I mean, think about if you were a Clipper fan. Think about watching the Clippers play last night and going, think about how good they could be if they would play. They don't play. I mean, I hate it. I think it's terrible. And by the way, Stephen A's been saying it for the longest of times. Well, it's not fair to the fans either. I right. Feel. The owners are going yeah. to say to these guys, we can't have this, guys. You're, you're paid... 20 million, 50 million, whatever it is, and you're expected to play 82 games. If you can't play 82 because of injuries or you need a night off, we understand. But you can't be just getting paid 100% to play 45%. They're right. And I love hearing a guy like Charles Barkley, who you would expect to be always pro player rather than pro owner, say, no, uh uh, it's wrong. Guys are a bunch of prima donnas. They don't want to play and they get paid. Rack him. Rack me. Yeah. All right, we don't have to play the thing nah. with, the, with the girl. We were playing it during cross. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't the girl. It was the, oh the Dan Wojcicki thing. Yeah, it was the thing where Russ. Well, is let's like, save it for tomorrow. Yeah. We got a full show, and the Lakers. You know, who knows what Russ says today? Yeah, so maybe there'll be more because he seems like he's starting to get upset. He's starting to get frustrated now. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we got to go. Cappy, good job. Greg, good job filling in for Linz. Laura, great job as always. Uh, all right, we've got Michael. We've got Slee. Will Michael put Slee on the spot? We'll find out. Lakers pregame. Lakers Spurs. Cappy will be in the house next.